Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 158 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I am, as always, your other host, Andy, and welcome back to What a Beautiful Podcast. And I'm comfy, Jack. I'm so happy to do more Seal Ball Run. I, I know you agree. with the horses? We got the horses, we got the friends, we got the uh, exciting times of the Wild West, even though it doesn't really stay in the Wild West that long, but it kind of feels it's, like it does. <laughs> it's like weird. No, you know what it is? You know what it exactly is? It's Wild Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> like, dead ass. Tell me that the setting of Steel Ball Run isn't just lifted from the smash hit Will Smith film, Wild Wild West. I, I'd believe it. You know, can mm-hmm. you imagine Iraqi watching that thing and being like, oh yeah, I could do something with this, and I, writes his masterpiece. <laughs> like, the more I think about it, the more I just think like, yeah, huh. I'm surprised there isn't uh, a stand called Wild Wild West in this part. <laughs> that would have been too on the nose even for Iraqi. Oh, uh, okay, okay, Jack. I don't believe he that He only does second. music. It's, it's a not... song. The hit Will Smith right. song. God damn it. I, and I had that thought in my head, too. You fooled me again. <laughs> Joker's trick me again. That is the Joker's trick. Oh, uh, but we also have a new Jajolian this, uh, well, this month, this week, yeah, this, this episode. Month. And it this was all we get. It was pretty decent this time. It, it was, was pretty, interesting. Uh, pretty okay. Uh, nice uh, big thing to talk about near the end or not. Yeah. I, I'm still not really sure yet what it means, but we'll get there. We'll break it down. Yeah, we will break it down. But anyway, I don't really have too much else to say. So why don't we just dive into this cowboy shit? Because we're on I chapter three. I love cowboy shit. This is cowboy shit. Not literal cowboy shit, but shit involving cowboys. And this exactly. is chapter three, Johnny Joestar. Let's meet our main our main Joe, our main man, wheelchair our main boy Johnny, Johnny Joestar. Love it. Which, yes, Jonathan Joestar. Just get that out of the way he is mm-hmm. the stand-in for the original jonathan joestar yeah that's that's who he is and i'm voicing him kind of like a very worried teen mm-hmm. like to me johnny joestar is sort of like a mathlete yeah like, i could see that yeah especially like after his incident like before when he was he was just he was just a jock but now he's a mathlete anyway yeah, here, go monologue for a while. <laughs> yeah, chapter three, Johnny Joestar. Johnny in a wheelchair on the beach. When I look back, for what reason did I come to this beach? Did I simply want to see the beginning of the race like the other spectators? Or was it the nostalgia for the horses that were with me since I was young? I was drawn to the beach by something. People are drawn to beauty. It's better when it's shiny and new. And if it's running, that's the most beautiful thing in the world. My name is Johnny Joe Kid Joestar. Didn't remember that, and they dropped that real quick. Joe Kid? That's nothing. That's not... What? No. <laughs> no. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's not surprising that I forgot about that, but Johnny Joe Kid? Joe Kid? Like, did he think that calling him JoJo was too on the nose at this point? I thought they called him JoJo, too. Anyway. <laughs> I was five when I first rode a horse. From the saddle, I saw the muscles move, and I thought the sound of the hooves kicking the ground was beautiful. I believed I knew what the horse was thinking and feeling from the way it ran. My father, he saw me doing this and thought, My son is a horse-riding genius. And I believed that, too. When on horseback, I got everything I wanted. Everyone flattered me from below and brought me riches. They called me Jojo, or joe kid right, one I of guess those they stuck around him. yeah i was gonna say nobody calls you joe kid like i like to think that now now my the wheels on my brain are turning and joe mm-hmm. kid is like the nickname that he came up with that we really, really <laughs> wanted to stick but nobody called him that because it sucks joe kid sucks <laughs> he probably hated joe like you know probably called him jojo when he was like five and he hated it it's like fuck you dad i'm not jojo call me joe kid joe kid <laughs> I like 
it's, it's a combination of the way this is colored and this one panel here. It does look very Phantom Blood. Like, yeah, well, this is definitely a Rocky Colors here. Yeah, the heavy spot blacks, like the shading with it, and like the way yeah, these the sh- like the shading is like screaming Phantom Blood. Bigly. It's neat. It's yeah, neat. politicians and royalty from around the world came. The time I won the Kentucky Derby when I was sixteen was the greatest. One time I went to a millionaire's home. The guy's daughter and her friends started taking off their clothes without me saying anything. My parents aren't going to be home tonight. Is what they said. What would you do? It was the best. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Everyone called me rookie. And when I felt like it, I could race my horse faster than anyone else. To win on horseback was a symbol of victory and power in the history of mankind. Uh, And now we have shitty Johnny. Shitty jock Johnny. Ugh. Hey, the line's wrapped around the corner and stretched to the road over there. There's so many people. We can't wait to get in. Not today. Let's come back some other day. What? But I, I want to see it. What? This is a theater? Yeah, this yeah. is a theater. But I want to see it. I want to see it now. It's a popular play. There's a cute actress named Dorothy Parker in it. Hold on. Yep. We got to do it. Yep, okay, yeah, Dorothy Parker time. was an, an American poet, writer, critic, and satirist based in New York. She's best known for her wit, wisecraft, wisecracks, and eye for 20th century urban foibles. This doesn't line up. No. <laughs> she was born in 1893, and this takes place like 15 years before? I mean, it could just be one of those instances of him just using the fucking name. Grabbing for, a name, that's for fine. For some reason, yeah, whatever. Yep. Uh, anyway... It's going to be an era where beautiful actresses become works of art. But is it worth standing in line? Johnny's like, I don't know about these moving pictures. Seems like a (laughs) fad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, no, this is a play. Never mind. He would still say that, though. Yeah, it's a play. It's If it was a movie, it's too early for movies. Fuck. Time. Time doesn't make any sense. Why do we have to stand in line? You're Johnny Joestar. You're Joe Kid. You're famous, right? Tiny little side panels, just Johnny thinking himself. Yeah, I am Joe Kid. All right, that, Jack, I think we have to call him Joe Kid from now on. Yeah, we're going to call him Joe Kid for a while. <laughs> Is that spot open? Let's say it's open. That's the girl. Wait, this is this is the girl? Oh. On the left side, yeah. Hey, you think so? Maybe it is open. And it is definitely not open. There is a small man reading a book, definitely first in line. And Johnny and his lady cut in front. The guy immediately starts to sweat. Uh, <laughs> you wanna uh, the, the front of the line is uh, it starts right here, you know. I see. I I've been standing in line since last night. Oh, I see. Good for you. I'll take care. The back of the line is is over there. I was standing in line through the night. Shut up. That's enough. Now you listen. I bought this spot. You want to ask someone? Ask the guys at the theater. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you. I did buy this spot, didn't I? This guy looks like he wants to start something. Can you throw him out? Johnny flashes 60 bucks at these guys, which I think is like $3,000. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bad panel. Yeah. This... Where are his arms? <laughs> like, where are his arms? <laughs> well, there is arm. His arms are very small because he gets dragged away. Yep. Um, hey, how long until it starts? <laughs> it's about to open. Okay, so just in case you were wondering, Johnny Joestar is not a good person. And no, Johnny Joestar is a shitlord. And this is, in fact, a tale of redemption. Just in case you couldn't pick up on that already. Of one sort or the other. Yeah. <laughs> um, the guy that just got dragged away runs up to Johnny, uh, going to tackle him. What? You again? You're a persistent bugger, aren't you? And the guy is holding a smoking Derringer. What's that? Oh, Johnny looks shot. down. 
Johnny's been shot in the back. What the hell did you do? Oh! Falls to the ground. And Johnny wakes up in a very bad place. Hey. N nurse, why aren't you answering? It, it stinks in here. It reeks. It, it's me. Damn it. Can't you hear me? I said it reeks in here. I, I'm soiling myself. Hey. The guy sitting in the corner flips his paper. I'm calling you, nurse. Do your job. Take care of this immediately. And Johnny looks to the foot of the bed, and he sees that his blood f from his foot is being drained. What the? There's something stuck to my leg? What is that, huh? And the orderly gets up, folds his paper, and beats Johnny upside the head. Oh. Shut the hell up, Mr. Genius Jockey. You're gonna wake up the other patients. I'm just taking a little blood from your foot. Donating blood is a good part-time job. You don't mind, do you? Besides, you can't feel anything below the waist. Uh, you! You gonna tell someone? Who? Your father who hasn't visited since you checked in? What about your politician and royal friends? If you injured yourself during a race, maybe. But a former genius jockey who became paralyzed from the waist down because he was messing around with some girl? No one wants to see your face anymore. Nobody feels sorry for you. Even visiting this place is a burden. Your woman is probably being friendly with some other guy right now. <laughs> shoves the paper oh okay you know what i said about being too on the nose yeah <laughs> so the order like the quote-unquote nurse st like shoves his newspaper in johnny's mouth and it says steel ball run race projected start in two years uh, anyway cut, cut back. back to johnny touching the ball touching gyro's balls and standing yeah. up yep and being imbued with the power of something uh, just and pages of Johnny being shocked. A couple shocked. more pages of Johnny being shocked. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Very, very reminiscent of uh, Phantom Blood. Just the style right here. Mm -hmm. um, gyro looking nonplussed, and Johnny falls back into his wheelchair. Da dum, da dum. What? Just now? What just happened? No, but just now it really. But they won't move. They can't. Did they really move? My legs. The steel ball. I touched it. That man's... And Gyro starting to go off in the distance. Wait, you! I need to know. What did you just do to me? Two years had passed since that day. If that accident hadn't happened, I didn't even want to see that play. Move it. You're in the way, damn it. Let me through, you slow pokes. What the hell did you just say? Shut up. Old Johnny coming at, comes out in fits and spurts. Mm -hmm. Wait, I just need to know. Tell me. I need to know what just happened to me. My legs that never moved a millimeter. The public told me to give up. In their words or in their silence. Who is this man? Why is he on this beach? Do you know the leading causes of death? The first is a sickness carried by mosquitoes. The second getting kicked by a horse and dying. Do you plan on changing the ranking? So it's malaria and yeah. getting kicked by a horse. <laughs> the 1800s fucking sucked. <laughs> Fantastic. Don't get any foolish expectations. I don't know your situation, but you standing up in that chair was a coincidence. It was just a bodily reflex and nothing more. Reflex my ass! That was the cause after all. That steel ball, it was spinning. Do you think I could do that again? Just one more time, I'll pay you. Just show me one more time. I'm done talking. Johnny. So Johnny, throughout the sto story, sometimes gets the fire in his eyes. <laughs> this, this, is is... A, this is a really good panel. The I'll touch it again myself. It's, yeah. Yeah. So the dirty guy comes up and that Johnny ran into. He's like, hey, get in. Then I'll touch it again myself. And leaps uh, 
Oh, he uses this guy's these guys' legs as a ramp for his wheelchair. Ramps off this guy to try to grab Gyro on his horse. <laughs> and he's successful. He taps the ball. And, oh, talk about fingers. Look oh, at yeah. these. Uh, Johnny's fingers, like, twist 360 degrees on his hand. Ooh. Ooh. And in doing so, he grabs the rafters of the uh, the general store that he's been sitting outside of. My, my fingers. Why am I grabbing the rafter? Before I knock you and make you feel bad, I'll compliment you. You do have very strong muscles. At least your upper body does. And I'll say this clearly. This, st- this spinning steel is definitely my weapon. But it won't make people like you walk again. How could I believe that after all that happened? I'll find out. I'll figure out the truth of that spin. <laughs> you can't even get on a horse. The steel ball run is about to begin. I won't stay on this beach since I'll be crossing the continent. Johnny releases himself off the rafters and just collapses to the ground. The summer of 1890. The only thing I could say... There was a beauty that existed on that beach. A beauty within the darkness. I was drawn to something on this beach. Will there be a light called hope here? I'll get on all right. Damn it. I'll get on a horse again and I will race. Ah, great chapter. Ah, it goes down like butter. I love it so much. Chapter 4, September 25th, 1890. Three hours to start. Uh, who's talking here? Uh, who the fuck knows? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Looks like there are more than 3,500. 3,500 what? Number of participants. More than 3,500 people. Seven or eight times more than the expected amount. Whoa! You think all those people will have a fair start? Start at least. That's why they picked the beach, but I predict more than half of the people will drop out in the first week. Nah, maybe more than two-thirds. This race isn't a sport. It's survival. So, cut to Johnny uh, Gyro in in this tent. So, I actually do want to break down all of what Gyro Uh considers considers the essentials. So, from right to left, we got his canteen. Okay. A comic book. Were comic books a thing at the time? (laughs) Um, sure. Okay. Funny papers. Something. There's something in there. We got some canned food, some candles, a map, watch, medicine, tape, a knife, Magnifying yep. glass, mirror. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess tooth powder was what they used to clean their teeth back then. Tooth powder, yeah, I can imagine tooth powder, like baking soda or something. Mm-hmm. Sure. I got a toothbrush, scissors, needle and thread. Yeah. Gloves, spoon and fork, mm-hmm. matches, toilet paper, some wire, binox. There it is. <laughs> Binoculars. <laughs> Pencil, cup, socks, towel. Saddle, a bucket, a horse brush. You need a bucket. Oh, you definitely need a bucket. A blanket, a rope, and last but not least, his favorite teddy teddy bear. bear. Love the teddy bear. Teddy bear comes back. Mm -hmm. Is it a little too heavy? (laughs) Gyro Gyro imagining himself uh, brushing his teeth, like thinking, does he need uh, toilet paper, toothbrush, and tooth powder? No, because he can chew on a stem and wipe his ass with leaves. Mm-hmm. He's cutting down. So he gets rid of the toilet out. paper, the toothbrush, the tooth powder, the book, the pencil, the ink. The watch. Oh, yeah. Throws He's, out scissors because he can use his knife. Keeps the teddy bear. No. <laughs> when they pass the Rocky Mountains, there'll be less than one-tenth left. Maybe two, three hundred will be left. Think the winning candidates could reach New York? Chances are pretty high since they're riding with their own abilities and horses that were bred for stamina. Jaro walks out of his tent, sees a wheelchair lying on its side. Now where could that man be? Oh, Johnny's being dragged by a horse. <laughs> hey, look. This is, oh, God. This is, this is a slow dancer, right? Or is this Valkyrie? That, that's slow dancer. Valkyrie is Jaro. I'm like 90% oh. sure. Okay. Uh, but it's, if it's gonna... not that, it's the reverse. We'll exactly. find out. Yep. 
Hey, look. Uh, yeah, he's being dragged by a horse. <laughs> hey, look, it's him. After getting that wheelchair all day yesterday and all through the night, the guy who was a famous jockey, he's still going at it. He's planning to enter that race in the condition. I feel sorry for him. The horse he's grabbing onto, is that a... Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> uh, horse bucks again. Johnny just looks like he's going to be pulverized. Hey, hey! Jara looks over curiously. Johnny is thrown into the wooden fence, uh, bloody and broken. Somebody stop him! I don't know if he's dreaming of the swarm of glory, but he'll get hurt! They didn't know? He'll get hurt? He was already hurt last night. Look at his feet. <sighs> oh, God, he's got a piece of fence right through his calf. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Piece of wood went in his leg. He doesn't feel it. Never felt pain to begin with. When you try to stop him from getting on the horse, he threatens to set himself on fire and commit suicide. He's insane. And to top it off, he was sold a dobbin from a horse seller. It's an old, untamable horse with a twisted personality. Even if he could get on that horse again, I'm not sure he could get it to go easy. Then again, let him do what he wants. Impossible glory. Everyone who came here is like that. Uh, <laughs> trying not to get stomped on by the horse. Hey, he'll be trampled to death. I can't watch anymore. We need to stop him. Hey, don't you think so too? Gyro is pensive. Are you asking for my opinion? I was just looking since he was in my sight. But if I were to say something about it, he'll never ride it. Not like that. But on the other hand, if he could ride it, he'd go beyond any human. Poses. Johnny in the dirt, panning. Oh, here's, here's, uh, here's this oh, man. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah. Sorry to disturb you. I'd like to ask where you sign up for the race. Gyro just points. Thanks. It's my pleasure. Uh, our old friend Sandman uh, wallows up to uh, our favorite short uh, SBR staff member drops a packet in front of him hey don't get me wrong you need an entry fee but it's not $12 or $120 in white man's money it's $1200 can a guy like you pay for it move along Sandman's here. It's Staring Sandman. him down. Yeah, Sandman looks great. He he has uh, improved from chapter one. And with just a quick exhale, blows open the packet that he drops. And it is a big ol' rock. Uh, oh, shit. Sandman's sister. The last time we see her. Yep. Sandman, then. You'll need it, right? Take it a keepsake from mom and dad this is it's covered in sand but an emerald a real one where did you find it are there more ah i got sand in my eye keep the change eat sand pig give me a participation permit in the sand we see that there are uh, very clearly hands in the sand this is, a, this is a stand effect. This is not just regular sand. Ah, ugh, this is your permit and number. You know the starting time? And we'll take your horse's nose print before the start. I won't need that. I will cross the continent with my feet alone. God bless you, you stupid idiot. <laughs> Morning, 9.30 a.m., 30 minutes to start. Oh, there's so many horses here. Mm-hmm. Attention, uh, all participants. Each of your numbers is also your starting grid number. For fairness, please be at your correct corresponding starting grid by 2 minutes to 10 a.m. During this 2 minutes between 9.58 and 10 a.m., any participants who did not line up or left their grid will be judged as a false start and will be penalized. So please be careful. And now... After the race mascot mini horse march and the band performance, there will be an opening ceremonial speech by the race director and sponsor of the Steel Ball Run Race, Mr. Steven Steele. The fuck is the mini horse march? Are these little horses? I don't even I, know where to begin that, with that. No, uh, there's little horses. It's fine. 
Steven Steele in front with uh, Lucy Steele behind him. Uh, you really got to give us the performance of a lifetime here, Jack. <clears throat> I'm going to break the mic. Hang on. <laughs> this ice came from a place called the South Pole, which has no nation. According to scientists, it froze 300 million years ago. We opened a hole in this ice and placed the championship trophy inside. This will be the sacred ice of the steel ball run race, and our burning desires will melt the ice. This will be transported to New York via railroad and has been calculated to melt when you reach the finish line. The symbol of fair fight and moving forward. How did you get the what? trophy in there? Well, they said they put a hole in the ice and dumped it in. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they just cut a hole in the top. Uh, and then and filled then... it up with, put it in and then filled it up with water and refilled Or yeah, it. Fill, put, it, put the ice back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think those comments uh, broke the ice. <laughs> Don't you think so? <laughs> Boo! <laughs> yeah, everyone's just booing, and I Lucy can't just like. He said it. San Diego, New York. San Diego, New York. San Diego, New York. Everybody <laughs> this... chanting that for some reason. <laughs> the the this crowd shot looks like rejects from Fist of the North Star. <laughs> yeah, you got like a overweight speed wagon in the middle there. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Uh, oh, here's Abdul. There's Mountain Tim. And Diego, he's still here. Where's Abdul? I don't see Abdul. Oh, there he is. He's, he's, he's right, right there. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Diego and Mountain Tim come first. That barely looks like Mountain Tim. It's, <laughs> this is Proto-Tim. <laughs> Proto-Tim. <laughs> Read off the, uh, the announcer. Let's get this race underway. The winning candidates are now entering. There's the cowboy, Mountain Tim. From the British racing world, the aristocrat Diego Brando can be seen. See, that's another interesting change is now he, he comes from money. Or as in Phantom Blood, he was uh, a poor bastard with his drunk father. Yeah. Bit, well, bit a... no, he still has the same background, but he he got, he put himself in a better spot. Uh, I forgot. Oh, well. Yep, 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 yep. The Sahara Nomad, Und Avdol, is entering on Camelback. And there's Dot Han from Mongolia. It's down to the final five minutes to start time. Only three minutes left to enter the starting grid. Please line up at the grid with your number. Hey, look, it's him. He's really losing it after all. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan dragged to the starting line by the horse. Yeah, slow and the horse looks like it's starting to up. feel bad for him. Like yeah. he's like, I'm not gonna let you ride me, but I still, I, I'm not that much. You're of not dick. dead yet, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Johnny's hanging on by barely anything. Slow dancer gives him a nice lick. Damn it! The truth about your steel ball. I won't give up. I will figure it out. It's in the spin. Even if I can't catch up to you, even after the race ends, I will someday. Choosing that horse was correct. Old horses have experience. In this kind of race, they don't charge into dangerous territory on impulse and sprain their legs. Unlike the young ones who are all about power. Since I'm interested in you, I'll give you a hint. You've already found the answer. If you have the will to get on the horse, why don't you? No! Uh. Uh. <laughs> it's two minutes to starting time. 3,652 participants in total. Each horse is entering the grid. We can't see the end of the line. All are lined along the beach. What an overwhelming scene. It's like a whole city. This will move along the horizon and beyond the westerlies. The event of the century is just about to start. Again. Again. Lick, lick my face. My horse. Now that's and, a great out of context. Yeah. Slow dancer <laughs> dips her head down. Uh, and there's probably a name for this, but kind of just like tosses Johnny onto her back. Yeah. It's like, all right, 
Let's do this. The spin. All hope. It's in the spin. It's all in the spin. I want to know more. More about the steel ball. Gets onto the horse. Still bleeding. The that. steel ball run race begins now. Wow. Jeez. He just goes so fast. Yep. Uh, All right. Let's do one more. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Chapter oh. five. <laughs> First Steven stage, 15,000 meters. Yep. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen from your respective fields, if you would please, would you like to follow the race by riding with the journalists and the judges in that train over there? We have provided services such as tea, wine, and dining in the coaches. Oh, here are some binoculars, or binocs, as I like to call them. Please feel free to use them. Lucy is still here, just supporting Stephen from the sidelines. Oh, is that is this mountain tip right here? Oh, God, that's terrifying. <laughs> On the front? No, yeah. that can't be. Okay. No, that's that. Yeah, he didn't have a red hat. Yeah, okay. The fireworks are up. That's the starting signal. 10 a.m., September 25th, 1890. The Trans-North American Steel Ball Run has finally begun. Oh, God. The horses. So many horses. Over 3,600 horses, and there is no mass confusion among the participants. The starting grid stretches over four kilometers, slowly as if the waves of the Pacific Ocean crawled onto the land. All are running at once. Fellow journalists, I will now describe the development of the race and the roots. Between the 6,000 kilometers from San Diego to New York and the Atlantic Ocean, there are checkpoints set in nine places, including New York, as shown on this map. These checkpoints are to identify race ranking, running time, and to check for illegal activity such as changing horses. And each race up to their respective checkpoints will be called a stage. Nine stages in total. The first stage that has just started is a sprint race that will end at the Catholic Church 15,000 meters ahead. We will also decide the champion of each stage and present a prize money bonus. To the stage champion, $10,000 and a one-hour time bonus. A time bonus, that means. Correct. It'll be very useful in the last half of the race. That means, for instance, that if you have a bonus and pass the goal in New York in second place, but you are less than one hour behind first place, then you'll be the winner. In other words, and your total time is decreased by an hour. But this time bonus, everyone will be drooling over it. But this race goes on for over two months with only one horse. Going hard on the horse right from the start and charging into the harsh front line would be something to think over. You could easily break your horse right away. Oh! While we were listening to the commentary, one horse jumped out ahead of the group of 3,600. Who is it? We're checking. It's Saddlecloth. He's fast. He's fast. He's speeding up at an incredible, unbelievable speed. It's incredible. Incredible. The first stage is quickly turning into something unexpected. He's not slowing down. What's the number on the Saddlecloth? The Saddlecloth. The number is B636. Identified as B636. Zeppeli. Zeppeli. Recorded as Gyro Zeppeli. Incredible. Racing number B, 636. Gyro Zeppeli has left the group. Racing solo. He's trying to make a clean getaway for the full 15,000 meters. Running, running, running. He's still speeding up. How is he? I don't know. There's no record. He could be a cowboy or a miner. Johnny in the pack. He's planning to charge here. Gyro Zeppeli. The horse he's riding on here is a stock horse. I've heard they have Australian roots and amazing stamina. Is he relying on that stamina here? But it's 15,000 meters. He'll definitely tire out in the later half. And there's a race tomorrow, too. Going for it after 13,000 would be reasonable. But racing at that speed? Is he really thinking about crossing the continent like that? No. He said he'll win the race. To cross the continent and become the champion. <laughs> uh, this, whatever this guy is, uh, body checks Johnny with his horse. <laughs> it leaned. The other horses are becoming agitated because he jumped out of the group. 
Zigzag, zigzag, zigzag. Okay, Johnny's these, uh, these action lines are working overtime right oh now to God. try to explain what's going on here. <laughs> We've ever read I Shield 21. Uh, Johnny just did like the classic light speed dodge, uh, yeah. but on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, a collision has occurred. They're running into each other. It's finally looking like a race now. Still, body sharding is not against the rules. Cowboys control herds of cattle by dodging their charges. Dodging charges is a must. And there is a challenger against Jaro Zeppeli. Another one has jumped out of the group. He's chasing. He's chasing. He's chasing and closing <laughs> in on Jaro. It's Diego Brando. The prince of the British horse racing world plans to challenge. As if he's saying short range racing is my territory. No wait. There's already, there's already something closing in from behind to the left. Zeppeli is in his range. He's already closing in. The large mass <laughs> is the champion candidate, earned Avril on Camelback. I hate this camel so much. <laughs> it's awful. It, it looks like a demon. Like, okay. Camels and associated animals are very strange looking, but... This is another level. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all knees. Back to Johnny's monologue. Uh, he no, charged. He, oh, is that John? Oh, shit, it is. Okay. He charged. The yeah, all the narrators are going to be in these, like, spiky, spiky right, voice right, right. boxes. The camels run. It looks like it's in slow motion, but its legs are twice the length of a horse's. And its stride, it can accelerate enough to compete with the speed of a horse. And its weight surpasses 800 kilograms. That's 1.5 times heavier than a horse. He's planning to go for the goal by crushing anyone that gets near him. Another hit! Gyro is losing speed! Diego Brando is taking advantage of this slack and goes forward! Forward! Gyro pulls out one of his balls. Spins it up real fast and whips it at a tree uh, coming up. He's going into the grove. No, he'll get caught in between the trees. Abdul uh, tries to body check Valkyrie again. Gyro's leaning. If anybody is getting get the, the time bonus, it's me, Abdul. Colonel Abdul! I'm sorry to say. The final blow. The deadly camels run. The deadly desert nomad. Um, Avdol. He's closing in again. He can't hold off anymore. He'll be struck down. Gyro Zeppeli. No. He lunged. It's cacti. Avdol lunged into a cluster of cacti. What happened here? Mm. Oh, the camel is screaming, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Did he not see it because they were blocked by the grove? The camel charged into the cacti. He collapsed. It's a fall. A fall. He's fallen. Armed Avdol is down. Gyro is safe. Gyro is unhurt. Gyro is not charged into the cacti. Oh my god, this this narrator is going to be this specific this entire goddamn thing, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> um, and Johnny, passing by this whole accident area, uh, sees Gyro's steel ball spinning in a rock that was behind the grove that was behind the cacti. And, okay, so, the, sp- the steel balls can basically do whatever Gyro needs them to do at the moment. Mm-hmm. Because what they did here was project a mirage of where the cacti were that Abdul tried to dodge but went into the actual cacti. And then, of course, the seal ball returns to him like a boomerang. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's eliminated. What a start. The first stage. They haven't even run for a thousand meters. And what a flurry of events. Armed Abdul. He's not moving. He's been eliminated. Yeah, rip Abdul. That, yeah, that, I, I like right. to imagine Iraqi is just is fucking jokers tricking us in that. Like. Oh yeah, he's super <laughs> self-aware about that. <laughs> A champion candidate has already been eliminated from the race. What just happened? What just happened? 
The steel ball? Was it because of the steel ball again? The spinning steel, the cacti's image showed in the dust of the rocks. The vibrations caused by the spin. Was he using the shock waves to find the position of the cactus without being able to see it? He used the waves from the rotation to search behind the rock, like how you'd knock on a watermelon to observe the insides. He lured Abdul into that cacti patch. Whatever. I can get... I'll take, except for diseases, but especially a time bonus. No! Okay, so he was basically using radar to figure out where the cacti was that no one else could see but him, and then did the, like, lured him into the patch. Mm-hmm. Fucking gyro. <laughs> yep, it only gets fuckier from here, folks, but alright, we're gonna leave it there. With, you know, one of one of million Nyoho's. Nyoho! <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, this is the good stuff, Jack. This is the good stuff it's, I feel in my veins. Like, love it. It's, it's the it. reward. Steel Ball Run, as long as you're actually reading all of JoJo in order, Steel Ball Run is, like, your reward at the end. Like, you've made it. Here, you, get, co- reached- get cozy. Enjoy the horses. You Ooh, earned it. There's so many horses. <laughs> Look at them. They're all made of knees and were probably a nightmare to draw. Yep. And it lures you into a false sense of security until the last 20 chapters or so where everything goes to shit. But we'll get there one day. Everything goes to shit. (laughs) Speaking of everything going to shit, Jolian. Yeah, honestly, though. (laughs) Dangerous Pursuit Part 2, Chapter 90. Yeah, big big 9-0, huh? Big we'll see what happens with chapter 100. And best cover page in a while, I want to say. Oh, yeah, look, it's soft and wet doing a stand rush. He never does that anymore. Because yeah. Josuke never hits people anymore. <laughs> He's never been in a situation where you can, like, hit a person. So, where we last left off with our uh, couple of heroes right now, Mamazuka, Rai, and Josuke, they were under the effects of what we assumed to be the head doctor stand, which, when you think about pursuing him, uh, something in the environment knocks into you with lethal force. It's already killed a man uh, that, that got too Josuke close to Which Josuke and Mabazuka are wanted for murder now because of that. Yeah, that's... Is this the first time uh, Jojo has been wanted for murder? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. No, there was that one time that Joseph was going to get arrested. I forget what country they were in. In part three. Oh, oh yeah. Remember that? Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he was had to like, run from the cops. <laughs> oh, man. It was something with either, like, Bost or the, the Empress. Uh, something. Yeah, something he, like that. He had to run from the police. But, yeah, this, this is a new one. Um, and now the rain uh, is under the effects of the stand, hit, being able to hit with lethal force like a bullet. So they dived into the cop car that was... <laughs> It was trying to pick them up, which is really funny. A rain of death. You two, hey! Is chasing you after the head doctor just impossible? Is there no way to even get close to him? This standability, it just always comes barreling at you. This attack was set up from the get-go been following us since tg university hospital even with the head doctor being nowhere around it just automatically attacks endlessly our will to pursue is the stand switch you two step out of the patrol car what do you think you're doing josuke get out get out of here immediately i want us i want the two of you to show us your hands both of them put your hands where i can see them i'm gonna search the two of you get out of the patrol car now <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I no can do. I, I don't mind the search, but I'm gonna have to refuse getting out of the patrol car. I'll get hit by the rain. I've got rights, you know. What is Josuke doing here? Because uh, is he I, flipping off the cops? No, that's his index finger. Like, Uh-oh. I wish he was flipping off the cops. That's what I want someone to Photoshop him doing. But yeah. I want to also believe that he's like pointing at the roof at the rain. It's like he's yeah, like yeah, you know, you the know rain. rain. Yeah, this this rain. What was that? Mamazuka-san, it's definitely going to hit us, isn't it? A collision is definitely going to happen. Step out of the patrol car, you two. Get out of there right now. Get out! There's eight cops right now. (laughs) Mamazuka-san, my name is Higashikata Josuke. 
That's the name I use. But it's not really my name. It's just a temporary name Norske-san gave me. And no matter whose memories you search, even if the police check everywhere in this whole world, there's no record of me anywhere. I don't even know what I am. Honestly, why are you bringing this up now all of a sudden? You're Kujo Josefumi, isn't that right? Half of my body, at least, yeah. But no one is searching for me, not even my own mother. Even if I met her, I wouldn't know it. No matter where I go, my identity is nebulous. A nebulous existence that disappeared. Josuke, why are you saying this to me right now? I absolutely must. Get my hands on the new Rakakaka. That's what I'm trying to say to you, Mamazuka-san. Araki trying to give some character motivation. De- desperate, desperately needing, even I if it's just it reminding it. Uh, I yeah. think it works. It works. It's just, this has been, this scene has been desperately needed for a while. Yeah, lo- yeah, we, yeah we, it's we've been chasing this. We've been chasing this through for so long. And we so need, long. like, Josuke to just, like, all right. I'm gonna fucking do this. <laughs> Just a reminder to all the readers, we're doing this for a reason. Mm-hmm. We're doing this for a reason. I'm gonna settle this. Right here, right now. What? The other half of my body is Kira Yoshikage. For Kira's, for Holly-san's sake, I have to obtain that perfect equivalent exchange. That is my one and only proof of my existence. Wait a minute, seriously, I have no idea what you're on about. <laughs> Step out of the patrol car! Get out now! Mamazuka-san, the newspaper article, the one that talked about the lecture tomorrow. I will pursue the head doctor alone. You stay out of it. Now let's go. What? Pursue? You alone? Back Back me me up. Get out! (laughs) Josuke steps into the rain. Huh? Are you serious? Immediately... Two, two bullets in the leg. Rain bullets. I'm just going to call them bullets. Pew, pew. Right Wait, through. Josuke! Two more bullets. Cops go to tackle him. What? Oh, get, he gets shot so many times. Mm-hmm. He get through the chest, through, through his face, everything. He's riddled with holes. Josuke! He Ooh. tries to use his, uh, his rope to pull Josuke back in, but it doesn't happen. Nope. Two rain bullets through the oh through the head. Yeah, okay. So here's another classic Jojo moment where somebody gets shot in the head, and Araki has to explain how this did not kill them instantly. We're gonna see a diagram of Josuke's head next yeah. chapter. I <laughs> would, would put money on it. It's also, like this is and this is definitely not the first time this has happened. Nope. And I don't even think the time that uh, Mister got shot in the head by Prajut was the first time. This exact uh, conundrum is happening. I don't think so. Guns... Oh, right, because when Abdul got shot in the head, and he had to write his way out of that. Uh, yeah. Guns <laughs> don't work. Unless they, they're sex pistols. And even then, how they many times... Work. Yeah, they really have to reach. <laughs> Are you insane? Josuke falls to the ground. Josuke! Mamazuka-san is also grabbed. But... The rain doesn't affect him because Josuke he, clearly stated that he alone was going to pursue. Yep, and Mamazuka-san is more, way more focused on Josuke. He's not even thinking about the head doctor. Exactly. Pretty cool. Yeah, like, it's great, a good workaround. Great uh, uh, consistency with the stand rule. Like, Maybe okay. he didn't have to show Josuke getting shot through the head, though? I don't know. Just uh... I, I feel like he wants to make the stakes high. Like, this is this is big. Yeah. What are you doing? Call an ambulance. Hurry, we gotta get him to an ambulance. He's seriously injured. Call an ambulance now, damn it! And where is this ambulance gonna take Josuke? Maybe University Hospital. Mamazuke san is in handcuffs. I'm gonna guess out of politeness's sake. Because he could just undo his arms. Yeah, like how how cool of a trick would that be? Just like unravel his hands, like. Okay, and imagine if he did right. that and just still stayed in the cop car, like he's not trying to escape. He just didn't want the handcuffs on, and the cop yeah, it's around. like he's just like got arms around the headrest, like, hey guys. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, Are you <clears throat> listening to us? 
Mamazook Arai, age 32. We'll know once we investigate you anyhow. Where am I being taken? A holding pen. And where is he being taken? An emergency hospital? TG University Hospital? We'll question and investigate him after he's treated. The other man, he got you got a Josuke. Is that his real name? Please answer my questions. Once we investigate, we'll know everything. We'll know everything anyhow. Oh, okay. Change the change the scene. We're now with Yasuo. Well, he's got a he's got a line. Mozuka-san has a line here, like an inner thought. Oh, uh, I see you found a, a way to get close to him, Josuke. And now. Okay. Oh fuck! I have to be Toro Kun. Yeah, really? and like in the next eight pages of complete nonsense. Have fun, Jack. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Like <laughs> I remember, remember when Araki would just like put the names of directors like on a book or something, and that was like the extent of the weird shit he just dropped in. Yeah, I missed at, that. At least I missed that seeing Streets of Fire. It. it was funny. The next, like, the, the entire rest of this chapter is just, like, like I guess, like, literature diarrhea. It's just him writing bullshit forever. <laughs> it feels like I'm playing an Uchikoshi game. Yeah. <laughs> feels like uh, Virtue's Last Reward is trying to make me care about the Akashic Record. <laughs> God, if I hear anything about Schrodinger's cat ever again, I'm going to blow my brains shit. out. Yeah. <laughs> Toro Kun and Yasuho. Uh, what was Toro? Fuck. Yasuho shop. There it is. Yeah, okay. there it is. Look, the sky over there. The sky in that direction. Do you remember? That's the direction of the Perseus constellation. When the moon and Mercury are lined up, you and me, we're here on these stairs, just like now. And Yasuho chan, you looked in that direction and said something to me. You know, I, I I don't know if Yasuo is buying into his bullshit or not. I like. To I believe, hope she's not. She's. A I like girl. to believe that she's not, but we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. We'll see. Me, I looked up at the sky and said something. Yeah, you said two things actually. Electricity spills out and flies into the sky, even if there are no holes in the power lines. What? <laughs> People don't talk like that. <laughs> I thought this would even sound when better. They're trying, even reading when they're it, trying, they don't talk like that. I thought this would sound better reading it out loud. It sounds worse. <laughs> God, electricity flies in the sky. I said that. Yeah, you don't remember? You said how it went from the utility pole over to the next house. I thought of you as a goddess that sounded like the words of a goddess. And then I had an idea, and I brought it into Apple. <laughs> I brought it into Huey and SoftBank, too. Electricity flying in the sky. The idea of making a mechanism for electromagnetic induction that can charge something without an electrical outlet. I even filed a patent on it. Nobody ever thought of it. Really, there's nothing out there that lets you charge something while it's in your pocket. But when I brought the idea to them, those companies all told me this. Except the Chinese company, they just laughed at me. There are lots of people out there in the world thinking the same thing at the same time. That idea is just a step too late. A wireless charging cable? Like for a smartphone? It's just a dumb, funny story, really. A kid dreaming about a pirate's treasure island. But back then, I was crazy anxious all the time. I had all this anxiety about youth and my future. And the character of anxiety has a partner called Anger that he always shows up with. I'm guessing this is a play on the kanji that I guess. we can't really break down. I had all this anger at myself. I couldn't think anymore and I just wanted to disappear from the world. I couldn't even face you for the longest time. I forgot about you being a goddess and stopped contacting you. This is painful. This is killing me. The, I, <laughs> there's a couple like, options we have here. That the translation is awkward. 
that's always a possibility. Hiwamata no Baru, like they do a really good job getting this out, but I I don't know if this is the intent of what was trying to be gotten across, because like it sounds just like word salad, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not even just that. It's the fact that we're spending all this time talking about him telling a story about how he came up with the idea for wireless charging, but it was already a thing. Like... (laughs) Metal loss. Like, if someone wants to reach out and tell us how we're wrong about this and how it's, like, really relevant and, um, like, deep, I'm all ears. God, at JoJo underscore cast, please. (laughs) I want to make up for what I did and regain your trust. I want to go back to how we were then. Of course, I know you've got some huge problems going on right now. Josuke-kun is innocent, but where is he right now? I know you're probably thinking something like that. But I want you to think about going back to those days. To the direction of the Perseus constellation. To the relationship we had back when the moon and Mercury were lined up. We were happy. And thank (laughs) God she gets a call from Paisley Park. Yeah, because Toru's definitely going in for a smooch here. Yep. Um, Toru-kun, sorry, one sec. I found him. Paisley Park found Mamazuka-san. Whose voice is this in? (laughs) I don't know. That's why I gave it a robot voice. I kind of thought it was Paisley Park speaking, but... Maybe Paisley Park refers to itself in the third person. (laughs) Maybe. Alright, maybe it was Yasuhu saying it, but that, that just seems weird. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I found him. Paisley Park found Mamazuka-san. Mamazuka-san is alone. He was shopping a few minutes ago. But where did he go after that? Where is he? He's gone. After he finished shopping, where did he go? He must have gone above the cameras, up in the trees. He told me to find them myself, but does he have to put so much effort into hiding? Whatever. I've got to find them. Where are those two hidden? Because at this point, they were in the Lamborghini in the trees. Yeah. Yasuho-chan, I honestly want to do everything I can to help you. I'm really worried about you. Josuke-kun, too. There's one thing I want to ask about. There's something I've been wondering ever since we met up at the hospital. You've been looking for the head doctor, right? The head doctor of TG University Hospital? And you were chasing after him when he was on the bus back there, right? And you were chasing after him the whole time you were in the hospital. Remember the last ten chapters of this? Uh, almost a whole calendar year? What were you guys doing in TJ University Hospital back then? I can't say. It honestly has nothing to do with you, Toru-kun. Oh, yeah, I see. But, uh, the head doctor? I know him. If you want to meet him, I can maybe help you out. I'm pretty sure I've got a few photos I took with him. I work there part-time, so he's my boss. Where were those? Swipe, swipe, swipe. A, f- a photo? Really? Are you serious? Let me see it. Huh? I can't find them. Sorry, I guess I lost them. Oh, yeah, there's one. It's not a photo where I'm with him, though. And... Huh? Here's... Here's the head doctor. Yep, there's his face, and he's here with Mitsubasan. Yeah. Uh, let's finish up this chapter and yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about it. What? What? The one with him there. It's Mitsubasan. Huh? It started raining. I wonder if it's going to turn into a downpour. And this is the rain that puts Josuke in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Deepening suspicion? Time until the new Rakakaka Harvest. 48 hours. Okay. So All right, Andy. so first thing that jumps out to me, I guess either the, either this picture was taken before Mitsubishi's surgery or the doctor was the one that did the did the exchange on her. Or something yeah. like that, because she still has her nose. Yeah, she still has her nose. Um, she's in a we- she's in a wheelchair though, right? Is that a wheelchair? No, Looks that's like just it. no, that's just a, a that's just a chair. doctor chair. That's fine. So, we know that Mitsubasan has been with the doctor, even if she did not know or didn't know he was the head doctor or what. No one ever asked Mitsubasan. Uh, about the head doctor, right? I can't remember. What's that? Did anyone ever ask Mitsuba about the head doctor? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but there's his face, and clearly 
I guess this is going to mean something with Mitsubishi being here. And he, he's definitely a rock human, that's for damn sure. And he's a really old rock human at that. And the thing is that rock people live for a really long time, so God only knows how long this man's been alive. He could have even been alive as far back as the fucking Steel Ball Run. So... God, if they tie... If if he retcons anyone from Steel Ball Run into being a rock human, I might have some issues with that. Yeah? Yeah, I might have an issue. We'll see. <laughs> Jack's gonna have an issue, guys. I might have Jack an issue with a retcon. Issue. I, don't, I don't usually have them, but it's like... Mm -mm. Don't please. I'm asking. Oh nicely. well, it's gonna tie back somehow, right? Maybe. Um, I'm just looking at the Satoru Akifu, his actual name, on the uh, the the wiki, just to see like, oh god, manga debut, chapter seventy six. Ugh, no. <laughs> like chapter a silhouette, I guess. Yeah. Uh, when they were doing, like, the whole ozone baby thing. Oh, God, that feels like it was a million years ago. Oh, apparently he was in the ambulance with uh, Dr. Wu. Oh. That was him and Wu getting the fake branch from poor Tom. Um, wait, what the... What the hell? Oh, oh! This is another case of the name of the story arc being changed for the uh, Tankabon. Oh, what changed? The the Doctor Wu one is called "The Wonder of You, the Miracle of Your Love." Oh, huh. Right? Yeah. That's an interesting title. <laughs> yeah, because it's Doctor Wu and Awaking Three Leaves, and then "The Wonder of You, the Miracle of Your Love." Interesting. Okay. okay. And the official title for the for the Ojiro arc is just Ojiro again. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, do you have anything, any theories you want to bring up now about Satoru Kifu before we uh, end the show? Abs uh, pretty much not. Other than I think the fact that he's a really old rock human is going to mean something. Yeah, because no one. I thought someone for sure would have made a connection. If there was a connection to be made. Um, well, because here's the thing, Jack. It's yeah. already in the canon that the Rock Humans live a really long time. So I don't necessarily think it's going to be a character we knew from Steel Ball Run as a Rock Human. But it could be that he was around at the time. And okay. could know about things that happened at the time. You know, I'd be fine with that. As long as... We, we have this whole thing you know, with the Legend of Johnny Joestar. And yes. the Rakakaka all goes back to there. Yep. So... If this guy was around at the time of Johnny Joestar, it, it could be a huge connection back to the whole equivalent exchange thing. It, it could be. As long... The thing I would have a problem with is if we had a named character on screen in Steel Ball Run retconned into being a rock human. I don't care if there was someone around, like, during the Steel Ball Run times who saw the Steel Ball Run race and, like, we never saw that's fine that's leaving a blank spot but i i would i would be irked if like someone we saw or even had a line of dialogue or something was a rock human that's what yeah, I, I guess i'm not seeing why that's so bad but i don't whatever. know it's, we'll see what he does yeah we, but yeah that's all i got yeah uh, there's not a it's cool that we finally got the reveal, but we don't really have anything. That's why I said this chapter is mostly just decent. Like, it's, it's, it's definitely better than the last one, but it's mostly just fucking Toru talking nonsense and Jerska getting shot in the head. And nah, not a whole lot really happens. <laughs> I, I want to know. I Please, if you have any insight to this, let us know. Yeah. But I don't know, you know, another month, another Jajolian, still no hiatus, so that's good. Count your blessings, right? Yeah, thank God. Well, maybe we'll get some answers next month. I'm down. Yeah, who knows? I mean, ten months till chapter 100. Like... Don't jinx it like that. Because <laughs> then we're going to get a hiatus. There was only 95 chapters of Steel Pump Run, counting the weeklies. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, the chapters we've been reading are weeklies, huh? Unless no, the no, Tanko Bonds combine wait. them or something. I don't know, dude. They still feel much longer than the old weeklies did. Uh, yeah, because it, it's... It started it started out in Shonen Jump. Yeah. And then I forget what the thing is, like, when it moved to the other one. Because, like, chapter... Like, chapter 25 is 58 pages. <laughs> yeah. Also has the most amazing sketch of Gyro I've ever seen. <laughs> chapter what? Chapter 25, Tusk Part 1. Of Steel Ball Run. Readers, listeners, look at this. Oh my god, don't ever speak to me again. Ever. He's wearing his goggles. I've never seen him wear the goggles. Oh god, yeah, I gotta screen cap this. this yeah, is, snip that one. This is good to have in the uh, in the old arsenal. <laughs> yeah, the social media archive. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you have any theories about this chapter Jajillion, let us know. Uh, you can always find us on our home base at SoundCloud, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts. They, they're just all podcasts now. There's no name for them. What's 2019? Uh, Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter at JoJo's underscore cast. I post links to the episodes every week on r slash Starters Crusaders. You can pick up our RSS feed there. Any other information you might need to just check us out. Yeah. Like to see it. Like, comment, subscribe. Thank you, everybody. Give us those those fucking metrics, you know? The analytics. They feed me. what I need. They nourish me. It keeps me alive. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. (laughs) 